Okay, today's daf is daf yud tet, and yesterday in the Mishnah we talked about tavshil shavishlo beklipe orla. If you got the klipe orla, the shells of orla used to fuel a fire in order to cook something, and similarly to fuel a fire and therefore bake things, it makes the product asu because yisrona is there. And then we said it's battle one in two hundred if it gets mixed up with other things. So abaye bar yirmiya. Now we start the gemara. Said the kahana bar yirmiya said b'shem b'shem shmuel b'shem shmuel, and Rav Bar Rav Chia says it's b'shem Reb Yochanan. What does that mean? Now, so we've got Gidele Orla, or Orla really, that She'imamu. So the way Rukhaim explains it, it's basically turned into smoldering coals. It's not Lochashot, it's not burning nicely, but it's already turned into coals. Okay? Um, yeah, so that's why he had, instead of Gidele Orla, the, um, you got, he has a Shinogirisa of Gechale Orla She'imamu. Not gidule orla. Okay, he follows Rosh's earlier here. So now the Gemara says, "Belav manitahi." But once again, do we see this in a in a Mishnah? Well, actually, a bright. You'll see in a minute. It says im chadash yutatz im yashan yutzan. What are we talking about? We're talking about an oven that was fueled by orla, like something made of orla fire. And he says, if it's a new oven, then you've got to dismantle. You've got to destroy the oven. Meaning, because it hasn't been fired up once, it hasn't yet been completed. And the first time you fire up this oven that's made of earthenware, that's when it mamash finishes it off. So if you did that with orla, then you've got to destroy the thing because the isorana is basically this oven has been created with this isorana. However, if it's yashan, if it's an old one, then what you meaning, and therefore the oven's already finished. All you have to do is just wait for the oven to cool down. And then it's fine. In other words, I can't get any benefit from it. However, very importantly here, I'm going to be following again like Reb Chaim Rafal, not like the Rosh Shrelia, who explains that, that really the kasha comes from the end of the brighter. Okay? So the metnita, I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll read you from Reb Chaim. He says that, um, it's actually easy in Reb Marafal because it's bigger for me. Okay. He, sa- he says that, um, he says, brighter who vuba parakosha, tanur sigubikri or la chadashu tats and yashan yutsan. Perish rashiza, this is Marfolda. Chadashu tatsre alide ahesek zeshel or the nigmarmi oitzkayem. That through that, uh, through, because it's been finished with it, therefore it's asu. But the dami lekder shnitzarfo bekipshan. However, it's like a kader that was sort of put in a furnace because the final, first firing is like when you, it's like going in a kiln, if you like. Yashan yutsan. Uh, if it's a uh, yashan, then it, and it goes cold, Shil- meaning that if an old oven, you've got to wait for it to, for it to go cold. Because you can't use it. This is the important part that's missing. Okay. If you cooked it with gechalim, then everyone agrees it's mutar. This is what the kasher of the Gemara is. What's Rabbi Yochanan teaching us? It's a mafurash bright in brighter. Okay, that's very important again because, as I said, other people explain differently. Explain this is actually a kasha, but the way of Chaim Marfulder explained it quite clearly is it's actually a lot of the times when we see the Rishalmi, it's a part that's not written. It's almost like the Rishalmi starts us off, and it's actually the part that's actually not written in the Rishalmi. That's where the kasha is from. Okay, it's a bit like sometimes you have drushas. It's actually the drasha, like the, the Gemara will cite the pasuk, and it's a part that's in the continuation of the pasuk where the proof or the kasha is from. So that's that's what it's saying. So in other words, what are, what what do we need Rabbi Yochanan for? We know this. It's a mafurash brighter that says if they did it with gechalim, that fueled this oven with gechalim, then it's fine because it sounds like it no longer has any sorana associated once it turned into coals. So the Gemara now says, Rabbi Amar Leikan, that Rabbi Yochanan clearly didn't have that um, that part of the brighter. 
He wasn't Goris. So that's why he needed to teach us that din because he didn't, didn't have that uh, tradition of the Brighter. However, Manus says no. It can, he had it, and that's Beshevia Eitzim Lachiv and Nignavu Beklipi Orla. What's it talking about? Now, there's two different cases we're talking about Gechalim. What Rabbi Yochanan's teaching us is the case of Gechalim themselves, that, in other words, the coals, that, that, in other words, the Orla that turned into Gechalim and then it's, then it's Mutar. What's a case there where it says even Gechalim is Mutar? Ari Rab Chaim, he says, um, he says, Lo'olam gersinan hach bright, you can keep the brighter. The brighter no shimla hach din rabbi yochanam. Because from the brighter, you don't learn the din rabbi yochanam. Mushum the brighter milta harita kam, right? Think of something completely different, that brighter. But love the gechalim. She thought using gechalim of orla. Myri, but love the omamot myri. It's not talking about smoldering. Ella, what's it talking about? Gechalim sheheta lochashot. It's talking about proper coals that are actually of heter, that are flaming away. Because you initially brought moist wood, and it wasn't ra'ui to burn with, the nagvan, and you then dried it off using this klipay orla, that's what the case is. I would have thought maybe I saw because I got hana from the orla because I used the orla to dry off the wood that I used to fuel the fire. That's what's teaching us. That's what that brightest teacher, Kamash Malan Kibbe Dechalim Heterhen. In other words, let's just make this uh, clear. So Rabbi Yochanan says that if once it turns into coals, it's fine. Okay, then you can get Hana from it. However, we said, but well, isn't that a Mufrosh Brighter? He says, no, let's talk about different situations. Talking about coals of Omamot, that's talking about actually wood that was used, that was Lochashot. But what's the Orla got to do with it? No, the Orla was just used to dry that wood down. And it's teaching us, you might think, oh, that, isn't that some sort of hanat you're giving to this fire? Because the oil lot clipper and we use to dry the wood to use the fuel the, the fire. And that's what it's teaching us. That case is um, that it's motar. But Rabbi Yochanan is a bigger chidosh, that the, even the oil themselves, once they turn into coals, it would be fine to get hana from it. Okay, next. Avanim menugaot she'asan besid. So again, menugaot referring to tzara'at. So we've got uh, stones from a, uh, every menugah from a house of tzara'at. It's a source of tumah. And you can't get hana from it. And what you did, Sha'asan said, you turned it into lime. So, um, a little bit of Googling on this one, because the, the, the um, Ram Fulda says, Lachar Shasarfan. So what's happened? And what they used to do, what well, they actually do this same process now, is they get limestone from the quarry, a bit like near my house. I think that's what they're quarrying their limestone. They break it up and then they put it into a kiln, right? And they saw it for time. They burn it really hot. And that's how it turns into this, Lime, or it's got a whole of different languages for it. In, we always see in Mishnahs, they use it in like construction. They lime the side of pits and things like that. However, even nowadays, it's used for multiple purposes in construction and health and various other things as well. But in any event, so what happens, you took this Ebermunugat, this limestone from a house, and you crushed it down, you burnt it and turned it into this lime. Okay, so itani tani alubitumatam, itani tani lo alubitumatam. There's a machloka whether it is no longer susceptible, it's no no longer a source of tuma or not. In other words, either it's batel because now I've just crushed it, fired it, turned it into a whole different form, and therefore it's no longer a source of tuma. However, the other shita says actually nothing's changed; it's still a source of tuma. So the Gemara now says, So the assumption of the Gemara is that if it's no longer a source of Tumah, then it's also Mutar to get Hana from it, meaning the din of Tumah and Hana go hand in hand. The shit that says still still source of Tumah, then So we say, The Gemara says, No, even the shita that says that it's no longer a source of Tumah, 
There's still, it seems to be more machmir by the Isra and Na'a associated with this Eben Menugat. Why? Because it says Tarat Mam Eret. Tarat Mam Eret is like it's a, Mam Eret's like a Me'erat, it's like a curse. So it says, Ten bo In other words, the Torah says, I'm going to apply, if you like, this curse to this stone, such that you can never get enough from it, no matter how, if you change it to different forms. Okay, so in other words, you can see we can separate Isra and Na'a by Eben Menugat compared to um compared to like their source whether it's a source of tumor or not so you can look in other words you can remove the source of tumor by crushing it firing it up and turning it into line but the isra now would still remain okay how does it even become tummy oh so we're talking about a house that had sarat okay uh-huh. so houses can have sarat as well and it was confirmed you know if it's in um sometimes the house has to be dismantled sometimes you remove a stone it's a different dimmium how, how it would happen uh-huh. right uh-huh. so it's being quarried no, no, it's no. not quite from the mountain. No, no, definitely not. It's yeah. literally, it was a brick used in a, a house that had Sarah. Let's continue. Rebbe Abel says, Anytime you've got it, something that has to be burnt, you can get Hana from the Afer, from the ashes. Chutz, except for Mefer, except for Afer that comes from Badazara. Why? Because the Torah says, There's a special din in the Torah that if it's burnt and turns into ashes, you can't get Hana from Badazara. Okay. Say to Rav Chia, Bar Yosef, Kamei Rav Yochanan, Hare Afer Habayit, but one second, we just said previously that that what, even if you crush this light, the bricks from this or and you turn into powder, it's still what, it's still Asurbana. But that's not a Vodazara, that's something completely different. So how can you say just Chutzmiya Vodazara? So it says, actually, no. Avodazara is the source from which we know the Isra applies, even if it's turned to Efer, even if it's to ashes. However, we've also got a Gizera Shava that connects the Beit Menugat to, or Eben Menugat to Avodazara, and that's as follows. Amra Shnehi, because the Titsa Netitsa. The Lashon of Titsa of dismantling the house and, cr- and breaking it apart, that, um, that Lashon we have by both by Hasad as Tzarat and also by Avodazara as well. The Psukim is silver, and Atata Tabait of Anev et Avanavet et Sav, the et Kol Afar Habait, what Simichus Ayer. That's talking about when the house is much confirmed, it has to be dismantled. And it's also been said, Stemin is Bechotayem, that's by Avadazar, you've got to dismantle all their, um, all their, all their, all their, um, altars, or Vishibaratem and Tsevotem also break all their, etc., etc. Okay? That's the Torah says. Monuments, that was. Okay, let's continue. Next, Halacha. Mishnah says, Misha yulo chavile tiltan. So these are bundles of tiltan is fenugreek. Okay. Shell kile kerem, if of kile kerem, there has to be, have to be burnt. Okay. Now, nit aru bacherot, if they get mixed with other bundles, we say kula mid they all have to be burnt. That's Yiburi Mer, because once again, Remi Mer holds, this is something that's a devar chashuv, so even in a thousand, it wouldn't be vatel. Haber chachamim says, look, this is no different to any other case of bitl regarding kile kerem or orla, and it's vatel in one in two hundred. Yalu becharumetai. Next case. Shea Rebbe Meir Omer. Why? Because Rebbe Meir says, et shedar manot mekadesh. Anything that is sold by number is mekadesh. Meaning anything sold by number, in other words, you don't go into a shop and ask for, you know, a bag of bottles of wine because bottles of wine are sold by number, right? But you would ask for, you would, you'd buy a bag of carrots and go by weight or things like that. You don't buy, it's not the price per carrot, Okay. I'm not sure if that's the best example, but yes. So anything that's sold by number is going to be chashub. But let's continue. The Chachamim or Rimchav says, Eino mekadesh elo shishad. Remi says, no, it's only six things, of which we'll discuss in the next Mishnah. And Rabbi Kiva says, that's a shiva, but we alluded to it yesterday. 
Now, the first question is, what is considered chavilah that is considered the chashuv? That's Isrim Bechamesh Zirin. Once it's got 25 stalks in it, that's a Dvar chashuv. And Amar of Yon, Rabbi Yon says, Arbi Minhon Mita, and four of them is a bed. What's that talking about? So, essentially, uh, the, the Pnei Moshe says, is four of the 25 have to be a significant thickness to support a bed or something like that. However, again, Rabbi Chaim doesn't do, explain it like that. Um, and it's similarly Marafuldo as well. They explain it's talking about a din completely separate. And that is, that is a right to Mishnah in, um, in Kalin, in the 18th Perek. Yes. That where, um, where it's talking about a mita mitameh vachavila or mataheret vachavila. Or mitameh evrim or mitarbe evrim. It's a machloket there. And there we're talking about, I think it's Rabbi Yezir, if I'm not mistaken, that he says it's Matameh B'Chavila, which seems to be that a bed it's, is Matameh in one piece, and when you matar it, it's matar in one piece. Okay? Meaning the, the legs and the arms and various parts of the bed are not considered, uh, say, a hefsek if they're, while they're connected and you're doing so. And if, if Tumah touches the, say, the one part of it, it makes the whole bed Tameh. What, what he says is, Aravuminehun Mita, Meaning, because again, we t- lose the last one of chavila there. So it, does it mean the entire bed constructed together? No, it means that four parts of it. So Marafulda says it's talking about that two long parts and two legs. So, and only four, if you like, uh, beams within that bed, that would be chavila. It doesn't have to be the whole thing together. Whereas, um, whereas uh, Reb Chaim says is actually talking about like the frame itself, the arukot and kitsarot. Okay, but it's, it doesn't have to. It doesn't mean the full bed being shalem. Only four beams within that, or pieces of wood within that bed, that's considered chavila. So again, a din completely not related to a mesefta, but, but important because of the term chavila. Okay, let's well, get one, one sec. It's not. It's not the, the the legs holding up the bed. The four legs. It's just on the bed. The the ones which make the bed. Well, that's what Reb Chaim says. And, and, and I mean, a, it's a, a Kalin question. It's not for now, but I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. This, well, this, this. but that, that's all, that's all question. Uh, I don't have my Mishnah open here, but that's all question that's still there. Because Chachamim, I think, hold Metama yeah, I'm looking it up at so, the moment as we speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I think it's ever in there. But there's, but I think if, you, if you're looking at Hati, he says Chavila means only one piece. So you're not going to see the explanation here of Chavila. Okay. When I looked it up before, he says only one piece. Um, but the Chavila, I didn't get a chance to check in the Reisman, but, um, but the Chavi, but he said, but what we learn in this Gemara, according to these opinions, is actually uh, four parts of the bed would be enough to be considered defined as Chavila. Okay, let's continue. Shah Rebbe Meir Omer. So this is what we saw yesterday. When Rebbe Meir says, um, that Echadakoli Manot Mekadesh, that's not talking about everything that's sold in number, but it's only really 10 things in Makadesh. So the six, the Chachamim, say plus another four, which we saw yesterday. However, the Charana Amar and others uh, say, means called Mekadshim. This has echoes of the explanation of the debate, I think we've seen in the Bavli, where um, it's, is it Echadakolimanot or Kolshadakolimanot? The difference is, is Kolshadakolimanot means anything that is sold by number, even sometimes. Sometimes you buy it by number, sometimes you buy it by the bagful. However, um, means um, those things are sold exclusively by number, which is going to be a smaller subset of Quintarevi Mer. But that's what it uh, sort of has echoes of that, 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 and you see why it comes up in again in a moment. So Rabbi Yaakov Bar'acha Amar, take the word Shmuata, Matnita Pligi Alman, the Mishnah, we'll see here, it seems to be Cholek Alman Da'amar Divre Rebi Meir 
change the words kolad brimikadshim. This seems to be cholek. What we're going to see in a moment that this is a mission again in Kalim, that the, the shit that says, Rebbe Mir says, Kol Advarim. Now, what's that related to? Datanina Tamam, it says, says over there, meaning in, again, this Mesech Kalim. Now, you've got Amar of Yehuda. Now, I'll explain what's happening in that parak. It's a very fascinating parak because what that parak does is it goes through all the different things. What is a kazait when the Torah talks about a kazait? What is a kabeitza when the Torah talks about a kabeitza? Because there, there, there's variability in the sizes of kabeitza. Generally, it's benoni and things like that. However, one of the things that come up in the Kalim is a rimon. Now, rimon is important because if you've got a hole in a cleave that's the size of a rimon that holds movable objects, exactly how big, the, but how we measure that is a three rimonim. There's a machloket there. But again, the importance of rimon is the size of which the cleave would then become tahor. Okay. So once again, the Mishnah says there, yeah, what rimon are we talking about? And then the Gemara says, look, I'll read you a bit of, uh, I'll read you a bit of Reb Chaim. He says, the rimon we're talking about is lo katan gadol. It should be probably elo benoni. Why then do the Chazal talk about rimon banan? So many places we talk about rimon banan, and it's saying it's got nothing to do with Masef the kalim din. It's rather talking about something else. And what is that? That's why there's a the gra changes the girsi here quite a bit. Because the shita that says that it is that that rimodem is mekachim bekolshehen, meaning even if it's asur, it's not battle in a thousand. That's what we're saying, ribonei batan. Okay, perush demasha amru sham deklish nikevkum matzir rimonam. That which is saying misach the kaliim that a clear that it has a whole of rimonam. It's tahor ain misharim. We only hold misharim be rimon rimon beinoni. That's talking about a regular sort of average Rimon size. And the only reason mentioned Rimon in other cases is for our din here, that it not battle even in a thousand. You'll see why this is important in a moment. However, Rabbi Yehuda, the reason why he's mentioning Rabbi Yehuda, because here we open Rabbi Yehuda, and what we're actually reading the Gemara is should already Mayor. That's why you've got to move things around. But in Rabbi Yehuda says, Hatam that if you purchase Rimei Badan, then you have to have to have precious, treat it like Tevel. As opposed to other Rimonim, I'll just say the rest of the way outside, other Rimonim you treat as Demai if you purchase from people. Why? Because Rimei Badan was only produced by, uh, from the lands of Nochrim, that's why it's considered Badai. Okay. What do we see from here? So let's go back to the Gemara. So um, it says, Taman Tanina. Um, now I'll just do the Shinogirs of the Graz, we can read through it. He says, Lamos Grimei Badan. Etc. Etc. Okay. As opposed to So that's the change here. Now we say When it comes to other pomegranates, aren't they also sometimes sold by number? No. Because they're so special. These they're the type of things that are only exclusively sold by number. And it's actually, they're also sometimes sold by number, sometimes not. So I'll just read Reb Chaim. So, uh, so the, the conclusion is clear according to the Derech he's reading it. He says, Other people also sell regular remodeling by number. El is quite clear. Because they're only sold by Minyan, exclusively by Minyan. And that's why they're Mekadjim And that helps Rabbi Shimon Melakish 
that says that the Rebbe, that Rebbe, um, the Rebbe Meir is not saying anything that's sold by number. No. Yes, he has expanded set of objects that are not battle more than Chachamim 6. It goes to 10, but it's not anything sold by number. Okay? That exposes Shittat Rebbe Meir. Next, Gemara. Ve'elohin, what are these special things? Eguzei Perach. So Eguzei Perach is either these oh, Eguzei are like walnuts, but they're either from Perach, which is the location where they're from. That's how Fulda explains it. However, Rosh Hashanah gives the other explanation that they're very Eguzim, that the Nifrecha Piyad, they're like delicate ones. Okay? Um, that's Perach. Rimurei Badan, these are our famous pomegranates from Badan. Chaliot stumot sealed barrels, v'chalifot teradim. So the Panimosh explains it's sort of like, uh, sort of like leaves from these beets. The kilchei kruv, these like stalks from, uh, or shoots of kruv, cabbage, v'delaat yevanit. And these, um, uh, yeah, Greek, um, gourds or pumpkins. Okay. And we've talked about them before. They consider these are Devran Chashim Chachamim agreed they're not battle even a thousand. Rudy Kiva says, Af Kikarot We saw this yesterday. That even Kikarot made a bala by Balei Batim. Now, the reason for that is, is not that it was special, like I said yesterday, but rather because the Marafuda explains they were a lot. They were very large. And therefore, the Chashuvot. They're not your standard bread you buy at the baker. Okay. In other words, not everything we've mentioned in our Mishnah applies to Kile Kerem, and not everything we mentioned in Mishnah applies to Orla. Okay? But those things that apply to Orla, for example, well, clearly we're talking about fruit, so Rimonim would apply to Orla. Um, then, then that's not, then again, those things were not bottled into, not even 200, and that which is relevant to Kile Kerem, Kile Kerem. That's what the Mishnah explains. Let's continue. Rabiona Baye, Haishkide Perachlo. So he was asking, you've, we've just seen Eguze Perach, and not Batel, but is it also the, or he's either stating or asking, it sounds like, it sounds like he's asking, what about Shkidei Perach as well? And it sounds like that is not included in the Mishnah. In other words, Lo Amar Ella, he said, the Reb Chaim says, Lo Amar Ella Eguzei Perach, so something like a definitive thing rather than, I know he's actually asking us a question. Okay, let's continue. Chaviot Stumot. Um, now, when do we say Chaviot is considered a Barachashuv? That's when there was, we've got a, some a barrel of wine made, let's say, from, uh, from Orla, and it was a sealed barrel, and it's mixed with other ones, but they're all sealed. Okay. What if it was initially Stuma amongst all these other open barrels, and then you opened it? Or it was opened, I should say. Now we say that it's no, it loses its Chashivot, and it can be battled in 200. Or if it was petucha bena stumot venistema, or it was open amongst stumot, and it was nistema, um, and here you got the nistema. We'll get to that in a second. Now, we, then we say, tzrichot um, shiracher. Then you don't need to, then we go by either 200 or 100 if it's drum and things like that. So now we ask, how do you get the situation of eichal, heyach efshar lo petucha etzel stumot? How's it possible you've got an issue of where it would be asur by petucha etzel stumot? You can identify it. What's his petucha etzel stumot? So the Gemara says, in other words, you see, in other words, petucha etzel stumot is, sounds like initially it was because it wasn't kashu, it would have been batel. And once you seal it, don't worry, it's still batel. Okay? But how do you have the issue of bitel when it's petucha? You can identify it. So Amar Ebizira says, Tiftal petucha etzel chemvani. She kastuma etzel balabait. Meaning stuma and petucha is different, um, stand, their story, there are different standards of what is considered stuma. For a chenvani, he's going to seal it thoroughly with, you know, like, um, in, in a way that's different to a balabait. It's a bit like, you know, you have 
corks, if you open a bottle of wine, the way we seal a bottle of wine after we've taken the cork off, we just, you know, put a little, uh, press it in slightly. But that's not sealed to the same standard, if you like, of a, that a chenvani would do. However, here we're assuming it's not really discernible, okay? So it's not like uh, the corks is not a good example. But here we're talking about the barrel, the tops, the lids of the barrels are, so, are sealed in different ways. So therefore, what it's saying is, is ptucha etzel stumot means you might be able to discern which one it is, but the, it was ptucha because it was sealed in the same way. Okay? Um, here, I'll read you Reb Chaim. It says, derech chedvani, it's a way of a shopkeeper. Listom chayvah v'tocha batit to seal it with like uh, cement, if you like, or, or some sort of proper seal. Aval balabati so magufa v'dao, they just close the lid and seal it and, and they're done with it. V'stimo balabatim etzel chamani p'tocha, he v'lo chashiv, it's not even considered anything for etzel chanvani. So at the chanvani's place, if you like, it's not considered chashiv to have such a seal. Hilka chavyet shel chanvani sheta stuma k'derech balabait. So therefore, if you got the chanvani, where the one that was asked was just sealed in the same fashion as a balabait would do it, and that got and that got because by it's not and it got mixed up by it sounds like even by balabayit then it's not considered then it would be batter. would be betela. Okay, now the gemara the, the gemara that says but one second vahatani venistema. But it says after which it became sealed. How does that work? Reb Chaim it says. But It sounds like after it sounds. It sounds like what it's saying is even if it was open and after it was sealed, Mashma it was already it wasn't really sealed. So but how can you say it was? Get a bit. In other words, what are we saying was We said it wasn't really open. It was just sort of covered over, like it was, it was sealed not to the high the high standard of the chenvani. But then the brayter says, "Oh, the achar kach nistma," and after it was sealed. But that doesn't make sense. If it's already nitarva and you can't identify it, how can you say achar nistma and after it was sealed properly? And if it was that he went around and checked every single one, then he's found the one that's asur. Like, how does that work? So the Gemara says, "Tiftar shechazar baala v'natla," meaning shechazar baala bait. So what if the, the chenvani, the balabite takes it from the chenvani? Despite the fact by the balabite that's considered a good seal, we don't say that it will become asor. Which is fascinating. In other words, it's by the by the um, chenvani. What happened was it was mixed with all these other bar- barrels, and that one that was asor wasn't sealed properly, so it's considered like a ptucha. Then what happens? The balabite comes, takes it all, and brings it home. For him, they're all considered stumot. Okay, the Gemara says, "Don't worry, we don't say it now." The asa one bit is like stumot ben a stumot or wound the asa if you the you know elef because before he brought it home when it was by the chenvani, it was considered ptucha, even though physically it looked closed. It was considered ptucha and it was batel, so we don't say it's like chozer and becomes asa now. Okay, fine. Next, haroila orla. So Negmar says, okay, you said Harula Killer Kerem Killer Kerem Aurula Orla Orla. So Valama Lane and Amir Harula Truma. Why do you mention Truma as well? Because by Truma as well, we have this Indian of Dvarcha Truma, not Nopatal and everything. So Amalia Rabyasi, Rabyasi comes along and says, no, Truma no Heged Bachol or Orla Eno Bechad no Heged Bachol. Though he says it's not relevant to mention Truma and Amishnah because Truma applies to all the six things mentioned in Amishnah, both to food, vegetables, wheat, like everything. 
So, uh, so therefore, it's only I only mentioned orla because orla is something that doesn't apply that doesn't apply to all those six things mentioned. Okay, next, niftu egozim and nifrdu arimonim. What happens if we got these egozim and then they got crushed, so cracked open, or nifrdu or the or the arimonim came apart, or niftu chaviyot or the barrels then opened up, or niftu chadilum or the pumpkins got cut up, or nitparsu akikarot or the kikura came apart. Yalu b'chamem matayim. That's battle even in two hundred. So we say, Naflu, what if it fell in? And after it then broke up. Okay. So it sounds like for Mishnah, you can't be much many things. It sounds like if you've got Rebonim, Rimoned Badan that opened, like pulled apart, then it's Batlin 200. What happens though, if you've got the Rimoned Badan amongst many other Rimoned Badan, one of them being Asur, so not Batlin 200, and then they all got, say, chopped up. Okay. They all broke apart. Now the question is, do we can, can we can we say it's battle in two hundred or not? So the first opinion is Ben Whether he did it by mistake or deliberate, according to Rabbi Meir, it would be Asur. Lo yalu, forget it. Rabbi Yudah says Ben It doesn't make a difference. Now it's broken up. Even if you did it deliberately, what do we say? It is now um, it'll be battle. And Rabbi Yossi says no. Shogeg yalu, mezid lo yalu. It is he's machalak ben shogeg mezid. In other words, because mezid is battle is lechachila. So my time at the Remeir, what's the issue of Remi Meir? So Kansu Shogega Mipnei Mezid. Why do you say even Beshogega it's not Batel? Because he's concerned that people then do a Bemezid. So therefore he says, if these, for example, these uh, Egzoi Perach weren't Batel because it's all formed and then they're all crushed, even if you've got 200 against it, even if it was Beshogega, because we're scared someone will go ahead and do it deliberately. It's Asur. My time at the Rebbe Yehuda. Why does Rebbe Yehuda say even Bemezid is okay? It says, Kvar Kansu Beknasu Beado. What does that mean? It means that he says, you want to apply a knas on him, but there's already knas biador, meaning when he had this egoze perach or the rimone badan, when they were whole, he could have sold them for a, you know, for a pretty price. Now that they've been crushed and taken apart, well, knas biador, meaning, yes, it's mutar to him, but he's not going to be able to sell it for very much. So that's for, he already has that knas in his hand as well in terms of losing the value. That's what Rabbi Yehuda says. Um, my time with the Rabbi Yossi says, "Kaida Amar Rabbi Yavau B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan." Koloshim Bi'Aleim Shogeg Mutar Mezid Asur. He says he holds like Rabbi Yochanan that. Oh, I should say Rabbi Yochanan. Well, like Rabbi Yochanan's a, a um a memora, but like the Svar of Rabbi Yochanan that only if Mavasa Isul Isul Chitchachila Lechatchila would become Asur. Now let's continue. Rabbi Shimon Lakish B'Shem Rabbi Moshe says, "Hayulaf Anav Me'ad V'Chamishim Chaviot." Now we've seen this case already. Let's say there were 150 barrels, so therefore they're not battle. This is again of Truma. If 100 then open up, so one of them was Truma and the rest were Chulin, and it was like 100 to 1, then we say, once they open 100, open up, then there'll be Mutarot. Okay? Um, fine, it was of Truma, just confirming. And the other Hamishin, the other 50, would be Asu. Why? Because you have to be concerned that the other, that the other one, the Truma might be in the, in, the, in the ones that were sealed, and the sealed ones are uh, distinct, they cannot include in the Bittal. Okay. However, if then you go ahead and then open up the other ones, then there'd be mutarot, meaning, and Rabbi Zira once asserts that we're only talking about if it happened to be opened up, but to go ahead and open up the other 50 barrels of the that would be us. Okay. The said that, call to everyone, Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow we will uh, finish the Messiah. Call to.